Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the B.E. Peterson podcast. Today, we will be introducing the B.E. Peterson engineering team and showcasing their expertise in project engineering. The team is comprised of seven engineers with over 100 years of engineering experience. Today, we are speaking with engineer Jesus Rivera. Jesus, please tell us about your background and how long you've been with B.E. Peterson. Hey, thank you for having me. So, uh, yeah, I've been here with B.E. Peterson for about seven years now. Um, I graduated around 2014, and this started out as my first full-time job right out of college. Grant, I had some experience before. Back in high school, I went to Southeastern, where I took metal fabrication as a major, and I uh, ended up getting an internship as a fabricator right down the street from here, actually. Um, after that, I went to Wentworth Institute of Technology where I had two internships, one being iRobot and the other Draper Labs in Cambridge. All that led to me being here, but I really didn't start out in the engineering department as the first two years was a mix between quality and production, where I worked on the floor inspecting welds, pressure testing vessels, I beveled plate, I cut plate, I was with the plasma cutters for the while now, so it was pretty cool. Then I ended up uh, where I am today after they saw what I can do when they took me into the office and I uh, looked at the engineering software, I played around with it, I was pretty good at it. I've been here ever since. It's been pretty cool, I've been doing well, doing many types of projects that we constantly have here. Great. Hopefully you can kind of dive into some of the project uh, tasks that you guys complete. So uh, to start off with, first, when receiving an order, uh, what are some of the first steps taken by the engineering team to ensure accuracy and efficiency? Well, when we usually get an order, the project gets set up in its own folder in the system that the sales and estimating team places the necessary information in there in order to help us out. So in there, we usually have a drawing that the customer gives us, the contract or purchase order for the project, the calculations at the time of the quote, and the specifications the customer requests for. As the engineer, I would take a look through everything and see if there's anything missing or if there was a design change to from when it was quoted. This can be as simple as being a two-page sheet of requirements to a 200-page spec they have to go through and to make sure you have everything in the job. There are times when we have to like read and redo all the calculations that we have to make in order to make sure everything's correct. It can be long, it can be tedious, but it has to be done right in order to get it done. The sales team does their best to get everything up front, but things get missed, so we have to make sure everything's taken into account. In order to make sure we have everything, we have lists that we go through calling out major specifications we've experienced, along with creating our own drawings using either SOLIDWORKS or AutoCAD with the notes provided. This way we can provide a clear picture and present it to the customer for approval to make sure we have everything called out before we start production. B. Peterson engineers act as a liaison between the fabricators in the shop and the customers. Could you dive deeper in how this process enhances the customer experience? So this position, it's a really good experience and where you not only hear from the customer and what they want, but also talk to the shop floor and see how they fabricate and the techniques that they use to make the parts that work and fit well. Communication is huge in my position, but also the ability to understand and listen to who I'm working with, especially the guys on the shop floor. They got ideas that I never thought about going about, how to set up a part, what to weld first, what to lay out how to roll this, how to cut that, you know? It's important to relay this back to the customer and let them know how and why we're fabricating the way we do or welding the way we should be able to do it. This is helpful for the customer because odds are they don't know how to build a tank from scratch or how to form steel into tight radius cylinders. 
informing them is the best way for them to learn and also let them be assured that we know what we're doing and help them provide them with a high quality part. Now what happens when a customer's design cannot be implemented? Well, for one, you gotta be honest with them, but you have to also figure out why you can't implement it and what you can do differently to make it happen before going back to them. What's the point of being an engineer if you can't solve a design problem? Right. You have to figure out different ways in order to present options to the customer and to compromise and say, okay, we can't do this because the code restricts us. How about we do it this way and see if we can make it work. Like I said, communication is important in order to come to an agreement within reason for a design to satisfy the customer. Now, is B.E. Peterson flexible if a customer requests a change during the design process? The best answer I can give you is yes, but it also depends on what it is and how far into the design we're in before it becomes a potential problem. There's a saying that it's best to avoid scope creep, and this is true in our design phase. If you want us to move a nozzle somewhere else or change the length of a part, yes, that's fine, as long as nothing has been set in motion or material. If you're asking us to dramatically change the size of the part, such as like the outer diameter, or change the material from steel to stainless, or even add another design spec, then it will be a bit of an issue as we would have to go back to the drawing board as far as what was designed and estimated. Can we do it and be flexible? Yeah, definitely. Will it affect how soon you'll get your product or increase the cost of the project? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Granted, the changes I just called out, uh, they rarely happen, so we usually hash it out before everything ever gets to that level, you know? Great. And then finally, uh, once the design is final, what are the next steps with the fabrication shop in order for them to be ready? Well, once we uh, got the approved design and find out that the drawings are acceptable, we use this and make and set up our job plans in order to help the shop fabricate and weld. All this includes ordering material, setting up subcontracts, like paint, outside machining, setting up operations in a certain order, and making sure we have certain weld maps in order to say, hey, we're going to weld in this way, this process, this type of bevel. We also help them with fixturing, help them get the right dimensions and tolerances because sometimes we get tolerances from a sixteenth to less than a thirty seconds, so fixturing is important. Getting feedback from the shop helps us in making these jobs in order for us to make it a smooth process and also a better understanding of how parts, especially vessels, are made, which is why we set up meetings to discuss the project.